The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hi, this is Greg. Look for my book, The Agile Brand, on Amazon or on my website at theagile.world. Welcome back to the Agile World podcast. This is Greg Kilstrom. Over the next few episodes, I'm going to talk about the evolution of the brand-consumer relationship. I talk about this quite a bit in my book, The Agile Brand. I go into four different stages of this relationship. Brand as object, brand as idea, brand as experience, and brand as relationship. Today, we're going to talk about brand as object. This really goes back to the beginning of brands and branding. And I did my research. Um, The very first logo on record um, is the Stella Artois logo. So from in 1366, um, this logo, and not only is it the first logo on record, but it it has really stood the test of time. So how many hundreds of years has this logo virtually unchanged uh, really stood the test of time? The idea of brand as object really refers to the idea that when there are when there are a, a bunch of product products on the shelf let's say the way to differentiate between them is by branding so you know i see either the brand that i recognize or a brand that i like um i will confess that i'm i'm guilty of sometimes buying products simply based on packaging um, I usually don't buy them again based on packaging if I don't like them, but I will I will do that sometimes. I'm I'm sure others do as well. This idea that uh, that back in the day, back in not let alone thir- 1366, but even much more recently, it was actually enough to be recognized. It was enough to have a logo or a brand that people could either um, you know just simply recognized, had seen before, had heard about. That was really what it took to get a a product purchased. There wasn't that much variety. There wasn't this idea, this modern idea of I can get a product that is completely tailored to me, exactly what I want, when I want, how I want it. There were less options. Mass manufacturing, you know, let's say relatively new in 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 the course of humanity. So there wasn't just limitless options like we really have today. So... Again, a, a brand was successful if it could get that that message out that hey, we're here. You know, this is what a lot of a lot of my colleagues refer to as kind of the madman era of just let's do let's do a lot of advertising. Let's make something that's really catchy or really memorable. It's enough. Let's let's get in someone's head as hey, we exist and choose us over the competitor. And this worked for for quite a while. Um, the idea, and I'll talk about this in a few uh, over the course of the next few episodes, is this changes as not only consumers get more sophisticated, but as the media landscape and how we consume media gets more sophisticated. In the next episode, I'm going to talk about the next evolution of branding, brand as idea. Thanks for listening. See you next week. 
If you enjoyed this episode and found it helpful, please rate the show on iTunes or contact me through my website at theagile.world. You can find my books, The Agile Brand and The Agile Web on Amazon and on my website at theagile.world. 